0: 8.05 here, Big 550 KTRS. Ben Fred braved the cold and went down to the winter warm-up. Apparently, uh, the weatherman did not get the word. They didn't do a whole lot of warming up, but nonetheless, the winter warm-up commenced this past weekend here in St. Louis. Good morning, Ben Fred.
1: Hey, good morning, McGraw. How are you? Yeah, it was uh, frigid, and it seems like whenever the warm-up comes to town, um, the temperatures drop, so it makes for a nice little... Winter Wonderland, and this is probably the coldest I can remember. I think on Sunday morning, driving down to Bush Stadium, the, the truck thermometer said uh, minus six. Which I didn't know it. Could, I didn't know there were minuses, um, but uh, now it's good to know that it has it. So yes. uh, hopefully, yeah. it doesn't stick around too long.
0: Did did the uh, did the weather hurt the crowds?
1: I think they. I think it had to have dented them a little bit, um, but there was still a good amount of people out. It's hard for me to judge the crowds. Um, at them just with an eye test now because it used to be, you it's
0: know, over place. at the, the yeah.
1: hotel beneath the arch, and now it's at Ballpark Village. So the layouts are really different. There's a lot more like smaller, kind of like uh, breakout. They have like basically activities in each section of Ballpark Village, and fans kind of spread out throughout it. And some of them are in the stadium doing ballpark tours. So it's a lot harder for me to get a sense of how many people are there. Yeah,
0: Um, Were there more people at the Kansas City game on Saturday night? There were a whole lot of people (laughs) dressed as empty chairs Saturday night at Arrowhead.
1: Yeah, I don't blame them, man. uh, It's funny, my my dad sent me a text um, like that day and was like, you should have uh, written a column saying they should play this in the Dome. And I'm like, well, I think the Dome is booked out for months. And also, Dad, like this is like the first column you've suggested I've, I've written, <laughs> I write ever. So, and it's only something that would have suited your interests. but uh, so I was giving him a hard time, but yeah, a lot of, a uh, lot of, a uh, lot of tickets available at good prices. If you wanted to make the trip, uh, although I, at that point, it's like dangerous to sit outside for, for that long. So I don't, uh, I don't blame people for, for watching that one on TV. Although it kind of a double whammy for some folks because they didn't want to go and the game was on Peacock. So Unless you were in the KC area, you were having to, to pay up for the Peacock Stream, which I'm sure ticked off a lot of people. But it might be for the game, and it's a total journalist complaint. But did you see the epic photo of Patrick Mahomes getting his helmet shattered by a tackle because it was so cold out? I didn't see that part. Have you seen that photo? No. He took a hit, um, he was going for a first down. He got tackled in like a, a piece, like almost like, a, like you would. You know, if you go to scrape your windshield and and the first big chunk of ice that comes off, um, a a piece of his outer helmet exoskeleton came off his helmet. And there's this epic photo by a photographer at the Kansas City Star that he's getting hit. And this piece of his helmet is detached. Um, It's not his helmet popping off. It's his helmet shattering because it's so cold out. And that photo, which is going to be an iconic photo of Patrick Mahomes, of course just got stolen and is being used by sports center and everywhere else and no one is crediting the Kansas City Star photographer who went down there and probably got dang near frostbite to get this photo um so i wanted to that bothers me when somebody goes and puts in that work and gets a great iconic photo and within 2 seconds it's stolen online so i wanted to credit the Kansas City Star for having a a heck of a photo from a from a from a heck of a game.
0: Well, are you saying it, it it's it's iconic because it shows you what happens to your brain in your helmet on a normal day, or it was just an interesting interesting
1: picture? I mean, what what? Well, I think it's such a memorable game. I mean, there there it's it's sub it's sub zero temperatures, and one of the greatest quarterbacks of all time is out there putting his body on the line in the cold to the point where his equipment is failing at and, and it just it. it when we think of Patrick Mahomes, we're going to think of this photo. And, and I thought it was pretty cool. And then you hate to see a place like ESPN go, Hey, we're just going to send this out on Twitter and not give any sort of a nod or compliment to the person who actually made the work. I mean, those things don't just happen. You have to be in the right spot. You have to have the right equipment. You have to be, you know, following the action. And it's kind of like, you know, it's almost like a great idea that just gets uh, ripped away from someone before they before they even have a chance to to, to take a victory lap on
0: right. it. Uh, it uh, the uh, Dewitts spoke yesterday. How was the uh, Cardinal Nation? Were they um, were they civil? Or are they demanding uh, action? <laughs> what what was the feel of the uh, crowd there at uh, ba- at uh, Ballpark Village?
1: Yeah, the crowd, usually the crowd that comes down is pretty enjoy, in, enjoyable. Um, happy to be there, excited. There's some legitimate fan frustration, I think, understandable. The team hasn't made a deep playoff run in a while. If you were hoping for someone to say, hey, look, this team needs to get back to winning, needs to get back to to playing deep playoff baseball, and it's got it's time to bring Cardinal baseball back, you heard some of that from guys like Oliver Marmol. You heard it from new bench coach Daniel Descalso. Ali spent a lot of the the Cardinals winter warm up putting blame on himself for last year and saying, you know he's he needs to be a uniter a uniter of this team um, this season and if he can do that he thinks there will be better results. But in terms of ownership, you didn't hear maybe what uh, some fans wanted to hear, where you know Bill DeWitt just comes out incredibly frustrated and you know pounding the table and demanding better results he's pretty much of the mindset that last year had a lot of things that could have gone better that went wrong and he thinks they've addressed some of their needs with the moves made this off season they're still looking at some relief arms they'll probably add at least another reliever before spring training starts and i wouldn't be shocked if if that's it and they feel like that they they'll they'll get back to kind of winning ways they they think that last year was kind of an outlier um, there's going to be disagreement about that, saying, look at these trends that led to to a really bad year and what was happening before it. Uh, and they disagree with that, and they think that they're in a much better spot than a lot of fans think they're in. So here's the interesting thing, McGraw. Um, their team right now is built in a way that if things go poorly again in 2024, there could be some significant changes. Um, there could be the Cardinals' version of kind of a – a refresh, a rebuild, whatever you want to call it. And here's what I mean by that. John Moselak's contract ends in 2025. Ali Marmol is on a one-year deal. Paul Goldschmidt is on a one-year deal right now. Uh, and you've got a lot of young, talented players that are supposed to be coming, guys like Mason Wynn, who they hope to start at shortstop this year, Victor Scott out in the outfield, pitcher Tinkins, Jordan Walker is still very young. Um, you've got a young group that's kind of rising. And if you get to kind of the halfway point of this year, and your team's not in it. And Paul Goldsmith's on an expiring deal. The Cardinals did have to sell the trade deadline last year. So I, I think this this season, this start of this season, how this team looks at spring training, how it comes out of spring training, playing against the Dodgers on opening day, they got some tough games in their first part of their schedule. They need to start fast, start well in order to kind of push back the idea that maybe there could be a kind of a, a bit of a refresh looming for this team if they don't succeed this year.
0: Yeah, uh, and I think he made the point, like, the Mets spent all the money, the Yankees spent all the money, the Dodgers spent all the money, and um, those teams don't necessarily win. And uh, I would put the Cardinals' track record up against any other team, and outside of the San Francisco Giants, maybe, uh, the Red Sox, there's only one or two teams that have won multiple World Series in the 21st century, and the Cardinals are one of them. So track record is that... They probably – they're going – they're doing what they're doing. They're doing what they should doing. Um, I don't have a problem with it, but we've talked about it before. Well,
1: their model is their model, and it's, yeah. it's going to get tweaked. It's not going to get drastically changed. It's going to get tweaked by bringing in Heim Bloom from the Red Sox and letting him get an outside look at the organization from the front office side. He'll be in the mix to be a voice that has a role on this team in years to come. Now, we'll see how this year goes. They're going to tweak it by – bringing Yadier Molina in and letting him work with the coaches and work with the players and getting him back around. And they're, they've, they've, they've brought in three veterans guys to the rotation after thinking they could produce their rotation answers internally last year. So there are some changes, um, and uh, but they're not going to be drastic wholesale changes where the Cardinals say we're going to abandon things we've done before. They're going to continue to align their revenue and their spending they're going to continue to look ahead and see potential threats that could affect their business model, like this TV situation. Um, and they're going to be mindful of that. And, and that's just kind of how they're ran. So I don't think people are going to be shocked yeah. to, to hear this. I'll say this, though, about this team, McGraw. I think it's going to be a tougher team, and I think that could mean it's a better team. They got rid of some guys who were kind of more about themselves than they were about the team. And, and I think they're going to have more accountability. I think they're going to take more ownership. We've heard guys like Brendan Donovan talk about, you know, becoming better leaders of this team and they're having the actions behind that. Some of these veteran guys like Lance Lynn, who thought his Cardinals career was over comes back now seasoned and can do some of these younger guys um, with a gruffness that is, but also a leadership component that, that, that speaks to going out and getting your job done and taking responsibility for your actions, not putting them on someone else's. This will be a mentally tougher team this year and I wouldn't be surprised if they win more games because of it.
0: Yeah, that's been a theory, all right, or sort of if you read between the lines why they uh, they traded away the uh, Jack Flaherty, why they traded away Tyler O'Neill, right? If you read between the lines, that's sort of the the gist of the whole thing. Hey, we're short on time. Uh, Your Blues, man, lose three of four at home. What's going on there?
1: Uh, they are who we thought they are. Yeah. Um, they're playing better under, under Coach Bannister. I think he's making a case that maybe he should get a look for – this job long-term because he's getting a better response out of a, a fractured and flawed roster. But uh, I don't think they're going to be a team that, that makes some sort of, uh, you know, Craig Ruby-like resurgence yeah. after a coaching change. I, I don't see that coming.
0: All right, uh, Ben, Fred, who is your uh, sponsor? Well, I'll tell you, McGraw, if you're looking for a place, kind of a
1: fun uh, Valentine's Day, check out Sunday Best Chicken. They're right down there, 4101 Laclede. Cool atmosphere, great bar. they got specialty cocktails. They'll even deliver, SundayBestChicken.com, or if you're catering a party or event, maybe getting ready for the Super Bowl, check them out. They'll do catering for your
0: businesses or private events as well. Ben Fred, have yourself a good week. Talk to you on Friday. Sounds good, man.